Happy Monday. This is Cordelia on the We Healed Together podcast. In today's episode, I am getting into begging and how we should never beg anybody to treat us right, to stay with us, to be friends with us, all of the above. If you like my content, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at codependentrecovery. New podcast comes out every single Monday. Check the show notes for all my information and links to everything. And yeah, we're going to get right into the episode right after a quick message from our sponsors. Let's get healing, y'all. This week's episode is brought to you by two amazing dog companies. The first is Iron Doggy. The second is Embark. Iron Doggy, I'm obsessed with them. I love their hands-free leashes. You can use them for walking, for running. I have two dogs and they are awesome for taking my dogs around. And I'll link in the show notes the links that I have for my two dogs. And I bought them the leashes for my two dogs before I ever had a podcast, an Instagram, anything like that. So I'm really excited to partner with them. And I'm so honored that they sponsored the episode. Use the code HEAL10, H-E-A-L-10 on any of the links you get 10% off your purchase. So I will put links in the show notes of all the links that I use for my two dogs. And again, the code is HEAL10 if you are interested in getting one for your dog. Just so you know for transparency, because I always want to be transparent, if you do purchase that, I do make a commission from if you end up buying a a, a leash. The second thing is Embark. So they are a company that does the DNA testing kits on your dogs. So I recently did those on my dogs. I paid for those on my own and I thought it was such a cool process and I'm really excited for the opportunity to partner with them. So I did the DNA tests on both of my dogs, Huckleberry and Watson. So the way it works is the results come back in like two to four weeks and Embark offers more tests for more breeds than any of the other tests out there from other competitors currently. And they test over 350 breeds, types, and varieties. It is the most accurate dog DNA test on the market. They also, if you do the breed and health tests, it tests for over 200 health risks. And they analyze over 200,000 genetic markers. They also offer, it's the world's only canine DNA DNA relative finder. So I'm going to put links in the show notes below. And if you use the code SPRING50, you get an additional $50 off. Um, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. I posted my dog's results. I was so surprised. Watson came back. He was one half Maltese, one half Yorkshire Terrier, which is, actually what I thought he was. So I I was surprised by that though. And then Huckleberry was mostly husky and 
a very small percentage German Shepherd and a bunch of other things. Um, I think I shared those on my Instagram profile. So those are there if you want to see them. Um, again, I'll put the links in the show notes if you are interested in that. As with the other one for transparency, I will earn a commission if you end up clicking on the link and making a purchase. Awesome. Let's get into the episode. Let's get right into this. Today's episode, I am talking all about begging. Begging others to treat you a certain way. Begging romantic partners to stay with you. This can apply to friendships, romance, professional, begging a boss to be different. This is universal. So... The big thing I want to get across today and the main point, if you listen to nothing else, if you just listen to this one sentence and then you just decide to fall asleep for the rest of the episode, you're good. Just take this to heart. Don't ever beg anybody for love. Never beg somebody to love you. Never beg someone to be with you. Let's start there at the very top. This, again, can apply to a friend, to a romantic partner, to a boss, to a parent. Never beg somebody to love you or to care about you. For your own self-worth, I want you to think about that. Do not beg somebody to love you. Do not beg somebody to be with you. Don't beg somebody to stay in a relationship with you. Don't beg somebody to be friends with you. Don't beg somebody to hire you. Don't beg your parent to come around more. Don't do it. Don't beg for attention from other people. Don't beg somebody to commit to you. Don't beg somebody to to call you their significant other, their partner, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, whatever. Don't beg somebody to commit to you. Don't beg somebody to give you effort, to put in effort. Don't beg somebody to clear their schedule for you. Don't beg somebody to make time for you. Don't beg somebody to come back to you that's left you. Don't beg somebody to understand how they're hurting you. Don't beg somebody not to cheat on you. Okay, if you pass out for the rest of the episode, it's okay. (laughs) No, seriously, try to stay alert. So I know that a lot of you might be thinking, this is super obvious. Like, cool, Cordelia, are you just doing the most obvious podcast episode of all time 
But I think a lot of people out there, they may not admit it to themselves, but this is going to hit home. This is going to hit hard for a lot of you guys, a lot of you folks. I say that because I learned this lesson the hard way. I think that being alone is really scary. And a lot of times it's really hard to imagine. It's hard for our brains to even just wrap around the concept of, oh my gosh, no, but, but being alone has to be worse than this relationship. Like whatever relationship I'm in is going to be better than being alone. I think that's our, our brain's kind of protective reasoning for a lot of us. And I promise you that it's not true. (laughs) I promise you it's actually so much less lonely being by yourself than being with somebody that you're begging to do any of the things that I listed at the start of this podcast. And again, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about even a friendship, anything. It's so much better starting from scratch, being alone, not having any friends and building them than being quote unquote friends with somebody that you are begging to care about you. The thing is, when somebody is treating you badly, and again, I'm using the term badly and maybe that's not the right word. When somebody's treating you in a manner that is making you feel like you have to beg for some of these bare minimum things, like, please don't cheat on me. Please pay attention to me more. Please make time for me. Please put forth some effort in the relationship. Please don't you understand how you're hurting me. That's what I mean when I say badly. So when somebody is treating you in any of those ways, they aren't challenging you to write some amazing speech to prove to them that you are worthy of better treatment. This is not a sales pitch. You are not trying to close a deal. You are not in marketing. You are a human being in a relationship. When somebody treats you in any of those ways, it is not your time to whip out your cue cards and put on your persuasive argument and try to get them to see how much better that you deserve. As I've mentioned before, I... And I've, I'm licensed to practice law in two states. I've done jury trials. I've done a lot of hearings, a lot of everything. And in law school and in the real world, when you're an attorney, at the end of the case, you do something called a closing argument. And it's where you put on your side of the, of the case You present your facts and you try to persuade either the jury or the judge, whoever is listening. And I think it's a really good analogy here because 
you are not a litigator. Like, this is your relationship. You should not have to put on your best persuasive arguments, brush up on your public speaking skills, and lay out all the facts for your partner, your friend, whoever this other person is to treat you better. This is not, like, it's just not how it should be. You should not have to make a closing argument, a a persuasive speech, a persuasive argument to persuade somebody that you are worthy. Because you're worthy. And the right people won't make you feel like you're not. It absolutely crushes your self-esteem to beg somebody to do these things. I'm going to hit you with some really hard truths. Number one, someone else is going to do these things for you that this person is not doing and that you are begging them to do. Someone else will gladly do those things. And until you meet those people, your self-esteem will not suffer because you're not going to be begging some piece of shit to treat you the right way. (laughs) So uh, again, this is a hard truth, but the time that you spend alone might be scary to you, but you will feel so much more empowered and so much more worthy and confident in your own self If you choose to just walk away from anybody that makes you feel like you have to beg for this stuff and spend that time alone working on yourself, then when you meet the right person, you know what your body remembers, you know what your mind remembers. Oh yeah, I stood up for myself and I know my worth. I'm not going to let somebody treat me like shit. You are training yourself to not have to beg other people and realize that how much that impacts your self-esteem. Number two, if you have to ask somebody for the bare minimum, what is the point? If you have to ask somebody to love you, what's the point? That's not love. If you have to ask somebody for attention, what's the point? If you have to ask somebody to commit to you, what is the point? If I have to ask you to give me some effort, give me some time, To understand how you're hurting me. If I have to beg you not to cheat on me. What is the point? There is no point. You might as well not be in a relationship. Because you're literally begging somebody for the absolute bare minimum. And if you cannot see that right now. I want you to realize that point number three. This hard truth is happening. Your self-worth and your confidence take a tremendous toll from begging somebody else to treat you with the bare minimum of respect. It is. It's the bare minimum. If you are my quote-unquote best friend, if you are my parent, if you are my husband, my spouse, my partner, it is the bare fucking minimum to love me and treat me with respect. It is the bare minimum 
to give me any kind of effort. It's the bare minimum to make some time in your day to to hang out. It's the bare minimum to demonstrate empathy and understand how you're hurting me. It's the bare minimum to not cheat on me. These are bare minimums. These are things that you should not have to explain to anybody. Anybody that's within your tight-knit circle, that's your best friend, that's your parent, that is your sibling, that's your significant other. These are things that adults capable of emotion, capable of empathy, that are emotionally mature, should be able to do on their own. You should not... Like, this isn't some hard calculus test. I mean, this is just basic human decency, basic common sense. Number four, hard truth. Why would you want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you? So if I'm begging somebody for attention, time, commitment, not to cheat on me, if I'm begging somebody to come back, if I'm begging somebody to love me, what is the purpose? Like, what? I mean, seriously, what is the purpose? Because if they come back the whole time, you're just going to be thinking, okay, well, they didn't even really want this. Like, I'm, I'm forcing this situation. I'm forcing this friendship. I'm forcing this relationship. So what's the purpose? We should want people who want us want us around we should want people who make us feel good about ourselves who make us who doesn't make it who it's not one-sided it's two-sided it's give and take we shouldn't want this one-sided situation where we are shrinking ourselves down to the smallest form possible and treating somebody Like, they're worth everything. They're worth our self-esteem if they would just love us. That is complete bullshit. Number five, hard truth. It is degrading to beg somebody else to do these things. According to Lexicon, the definition of degrading is to reduce in quality or function or being degraded is regarded with disrespect or contempt. It's degrading. It is. It is so demoralizing. It It's pathetic. And I'm saying that because I have been that person. I have begged somebody to that I was married to to treat me this way, to treat me With the bare minimum. (laughs) And I know... So I'm not saying this from a judgmental perch on my tower where I'm looking down on you and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're begging. That's so ridiculous. No, I am looking at it because I have learned this life lesson. I've learned it the hard way. And my hope is that some of you out there can learn the, this life lesson the easy way. You can learn it instead of 
the way that Cordelia learned it, you can learn it the, by just listening to this. And you can be like, okay, sounded really bad. I don't want to do that. I'm going to actually do something else and learn from Cordelia's mistakes because that just sounds like the better way to go. And that is my whole purpose here. So I'm not here to judge. I am here to tell you that I promise you that you will survive. I promise you. Whatever, whenever you feel tempted to send somebody a bunch of paragraphs explaining why they should treat you better or what a catch you are or lecture them about it in person. I just, I need you to not, (laughs) I need you to not, I need you to pivot and I need you to find something else to occupy, occupy your time. So it's most hard in the beginning. It's especially if this is something that you've gotten used to doing. Maybe you are in an up and down relationship where you're back and forth with somebody and you know, you're, or maybe that you just kind of have a history at this point where you're really used to convincing people of how amazing you are and it can be hard at first especially if you're in an abusive relationship there is some trauma bonding that occurs and it's hard to to exit it really is it's kind of like coming off of a drug it real there's actual psychological studies that have looked and compared how the end of an abusive relationship it really is like it it is similar to having withdrawals from you know an addictive substance if you are in treatment for for that so I'm not saying it's going to be easy but I'm saying that this is going to be most difficult at the beginning the good news is the more that time goes on the more that you are actually open and able to to get better at this and to not be reaching out and begging especially your ex to treat you a certain way so my best tip for you is to occupy your time with something else for now it could just be distracting yourself watching your favorite shows I definitely, as always, recommend working with a licensed therapist if you feel like it would benefit you. I I definitely recommend working with a psychiatrist. I have no shame in I go to the psychiatrist. I take um, Lexapro every single morning and I actually was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder from my ex the abusive person, human that I divorced. And I take Prozosin at night to sleep better um, because of the nightmares and stuff with that. And so I, I, I say that to say, don't be ashamed to get help from medical professionals. Don't be afraid to get help to get to go see a therapist to tell the therapist, hey, I'm having trouble. I keep begging my ex I keep begging my friend to treat me better I keep begging my mom to treat me better and be sure to also if you go to a psychiatrist you know relay whatever you're experiencing you can kind of track your your moods you can track symptoms appetite sleep 
report that to the psychiatrist and see if there's some kind of underlying medication that would also, you know, help you. Um, so I definitely recommend that. I definitely, I recommend looking inward, trying to create your own life, try to create your own hobbies, build your own friendships. Even if you're just drawing, if you're playing a game, if you're doing anything, if you, you go for a walk, just start doing something little by little when you feel tempted to beg somebody. When you feel tempted to beg somebody to treat you with respect, you know, I think it, it's going to be hard. We're human. You might mess up at the beginning. So don't, don't hate yourself. Don't be super hard on yourself. Just try little by little to work this into your mindset. And if you need a pep talk, seriously, play this episode. It is free. It is available to you 24-7. And, you know, maybe something that you're trying to do is call your friend whenever you feel tempted to reach out to this person that you want to beg. You know, maybe instead you're trying to build a new habit where you call your best friend instead. And maybe your best friend doesn't pick up. So have a backup plan. Be like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to put on that podcast episode that Cordelia did and I'm going to listen to that and it's going to get me in a better mindset. So I just want you to really take this to heart. The whole gist here is please, I, I'm begging you, okay? <laughs> I'm begging you not to beg other people. I'm telling you from my life experiences, from lessons that I've learned, there is no world where this works out for you. Mentally, any it, it, it's not going to end well. If you're begging somebody to do the bare minimum, it's not going to end well. And why? Because people do what they want to do. I think that when we beg others, we are trying to control something. We are trying to control. We recognize like, oh my gosh, this is really hurting. And it makes sense. It's kind of like your body is freaking out and it's going into fight or flight. It's protecting you. And it's like, okay, this logically makes sense. I'm going to reach out and beg them. Logically, it might make sense on paper. But when we take a step back from that heat of the moment decision, we realize it it doesn't protect us. It really doesn't. It it just causes more hurt. If somebody is saying, I don't want to be with you, for example, and then you call and you beg them and you beg them and you beg them and you, you play this little game with them. And so then they decide, oh, okay. I'll be with you. All they've done is made you feel like you had to prove your worth to them. And it's like boosted their ego in some sick, fucked up way. And it's a game. Like, it, it is a game. It's an ego boosting game. And you just should just refuse to play it. And even if the person isn't trying to boost their ego, if they're really like, no, fuck off. I don't want to be with you. Okay, well, you need to accept that. It's 
there's no world where this is going to get you to the end result that you want because you're only, you know, violating this other person's boundaries, which, you know, that's not cool. You're prolonging the inevitable and you're going down a road that it's, it's only going to hurt you more and more and more. And so as, as hard as it is, I just want you to remember that you're worth so much more, so much more, so much more than you even know. And although you might not feel it, and although as soon as this ends, you might go to grab your phone and you might go to text your ex, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, whoever is listening, I don't care if you're a complete stranger, I don't care if you're my best friend listening to my podcast, you are an amazing person and you do not ever have to prove that to anybody. You do not ever need to beg somebody to treat you right. The second that you feel like you do, that's your gut telling you to get out. That's your gut telling you this person is not a good fit in my life. They don't make me feel good. This just isn't working. I'm so proud of you for listening to today's episode. I hope you take it to heart. If you are new here, a new podcast comes out every single Monday. I am Cordelia. All the info is in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram at Codependent Recovery for similar content. I also have all kinds of free stuff, free worksheets. I have free a free post index of all the posts that I've ever done organized by topic so you can just search through if you're ever going through a hard time and you want to see something on a specific topic. All the worksheets are organized on a Google Drive. They're like PDF, so you can just go there again, organized by topic. That is all free. I'm not get you don't have to like enter in your information to get it. You can just get it. It's all there for you. So all that info is in the show notes. Sending you so much love. And I truly hope that you take this episode to heart. You do not have to beg anybody, my friend. You are perfect just the way you are. Never, ever, ever forget it.